they need to know you're always going to be on their side. I'm talking about kids. So lately I've been dealing with this um, feeling that I could be wrong on this, by the way. So this is just a feeling. But I have a feeling that the reason some kids stray so far from their parents, or even, let's say, parents stray from their kids, which is sometimes more likely what's really happening, that's happening because the parents have forgotten that regardless of what's going on with the kid, that they need to be on the side of the kid. And I don't mean... I want to clarify that because some people are going to say, well, what if your kid went out and mutilated a cat (laughs) in the neighborhood? Are you still on the side of your kid? And I would say absolutely you are. Let me, let me clarify how, what I mean by this. It's easy to say it when it's like, um, my kid struggles with something. Let's say he comes home one day and he says, Dad, uh, I don't think I'm very smart. My grades are terrible and I'm trying, but I can't do it. Obviously, the thing to do is be on the side of the kid with encouragement and with uh, you know, words of advice and with help and backing him up and even a simple hug and a, you know, trying to be good dad time, good mom time, right? That's one way of standing on his side. The other way or the other circumstance doesn't change any of that. Let's say the circumstance is you killed the cat or the son did, let's say a son does something really terrible. He burns down something or let's, let's just go to the extreme. Let's go all the way out. Somebody murders somebody. Okay. Your kid is responsible for the death of someone and is now being tried as an adult and may end up in prison for the rest of his life. Let's say that's the case. Well, Scott, do you, are you on his side then? you back him up then? And the answer is, yeah, you still do. I don't mean you back up his actions. I don't mean you defend it. I don't mean you get up in front of the press and say, well, of course my son went on a murder spree because he was feeling bad. And I think that we ought to back him up on that. And he shouldn't spend time in jail for that. He shouldn't be accountable, whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, and I don't know how you could do any different, but I'm saying you don't, you just don't bail. Like, I don't know, it's easy for me to say, I guess. I wonder if Jeffrey Dahmer's parents, what they felt like, you know, when it all came out, what was going on. I think they had some ideas. I've seen some documentaries that suggest that they had some inklings that some, some pretty weird stuff was going on in his head, but they, I don't think they knew he was acting on it in the ways he was. And in the end, uh, no, I can't speak for them because I don't know exactly know what they did in response, but I wonder what I would do. They were perfectly normal, happy people, I, I, I assume, uh, prior to all that. Once that happens, and it, you know, bad things happen to good people, that is to say good parents sometimes have bad things happen with their kids that they don't see, suspect, or whatever. But don't you still, doesn't a huge part of you still need to back the kid up? I mean, <clears throat> let's look at it this way. 
because that's probably too extreme of an example to get around all the nitty gritty details. But if your son, I'm using son a lot. Sorry, I'm my not my Nick's fifteen, and so I'm, it's probably on my mind. But if he's, let's say, picking on somebody at school, like let's say he's become the the school bully at school, and uh, you know, I catch wind of it. Being on his on his side isn't defending him or somehow acting like everyone else is at fault and having him not be accountable. Being on his side would be immediately trying to get him to turn around, to change it. But you have to do the whole, that whole thing has to be sort of laced with good intentions and some measure of love and a desire to see him do right, whatever that may be, and and to hold them accountable, like accountable parents holding kids accountable for true issues of accountability is a form of is is an expression of love, is an expression of emotional affection, and. Oftentimes the kid won't know, right, during it, that that's what that is. He won't recognize it as that. He'll see it as hostile or he'll see it as non-supportive or, or whatever. He'll see it negatively. But on the other side of all this, sometimes the other side is 50 years from now. But there's always another side. And on that side, they'll see it for what it was. And the parent will be justified in their actions. If they back him up and again, you know, backing him up means two different things, depending on the circumstance. If the kid's a victim, backing him up means something very different than if he's the aggressor, backing him up means something very different than that. So, uh, I bring all this up because I've just had a few people around me. I won't, you know, I don't do names on this show who are kind of at wits end with kids, uh, with their kids and they're struggling with them in their early to mid teens. And, uh, I just feel like the writing's on the wall sometimes that you just need to, I don't know, just step in. Even if it makes you the bad guy for a bit, I don't know. It's a tough call. I'm not here to preach to anybody, tell them what to do. I'm just telling you what works for me. And it has worked for me. A lot of people hear the show or hear me talk and they say, well, Scott's got it all figured out. He's got great kids and they're all perfect. They're not. And nor am I a perfect parent. Not at all. The whole thing's about the battle. It's never about the war. So there's no end game. It's an ongoing game. It goes on forever. Um, but I, I feel like we've had some measure of success just by being consistent with what I'm talking about. And very early on, people with young kids, uh, I was there once, and it wasn't that long ago. And you had to do things then. I remember Carter, my my daughter, who's now 18, who's doing great. When she was like three, four, and five, she was a rat. That kid, man. Screaming for no reason. Always wanted to get her way. If she wasn't getting her way, she'd throw complete and total tantrums in public. And we did this thing. It was almost like training a dog in a weird way. We'd do this thing where it was like, all right, pick her up, take her out of the situation. So if you're in the middle of the bank and she is screaming at the top of her lungs because she didn't get a sucker or something, there's no allowance for this is an okay thing to do or that we're going to just withstand it and let you do it or cave in and give you a sucker. 
I would, we would rather take the brunt of the whatever embarrassment is attached to grabbing your kid, picking them up, and taking them to a corner somewhere and talking to them and talking them down and saying, we don't act like this in public. You can't act like this if you want to get something. If you get something, it's because you get it for the right reasons, not because you screamed and that we caved. Like You teach that lesson every time it comes up. And she was stubborn and hard. The other two seemed to get it quickly, but she took forever to have that sink in. But it did. And I'm telling you, from then forward, is, is that's when you want to start. You can't just start when they're 15 and they come home and go, I hate you, Dad. I went and got five tattoos and a, uh, I don't know. What do they do now? <laughs> I wrecked the car and I'm smoking weed and I got a girl pregnant and uh, I don't know. I burnt down something and yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't start. You can't start then. You can continue then. It's part of the trail. You're still on the trail. There's no getting off those that <laughs> that trail. But you can't start then. I feel bad for anyone who has to. Especially if it's like a foster situation or something where you don't really have a choice. That's hard, man. It's really hard. But starting when they're young, that's important. So I guess I'm not talking to anybody with teenagers like me. Uh, hey, everyone else with kids, little kids. Start now, man, because, like, you'll be shocked how quickly 10 years passes and your five-year-old will be 15. I mean, it is just gone insanely fast. I, I barely know where the time went. I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm sure I could make some sort of accounting of it, but it feels like it went on without me. And here they are. He's 15, facing all the challenges that 15-year-olds face, and then some. And, uh, boy, it makes me glad you start some of that stuff when they're young because some of the, some of the harder bits have already sunk in and it's not, again, it, the way I describe it, it sounds like I'm training a puppy. It's not that way. It's different than that. So much of this is bonding and trust and, um, I don't know, example, which hopefully they learn from and goofing up and apologizing, man, I can't tell you how, how powerful a sorry is when it comes to dealing with an argument with your kids or a disagreement with your kids. And I don't mean on their part. I mean on your part. Because, you know, I'm wrong a lot. And I and it sucks that I do that. But I try really hard to remember that it's okay to admit that I goofed and tell, you know, tell my kids to their face, yeah, I, I messed that up. Dad is sorry he did that. I apologize. And I'll fix it or whatever. I think that's an impactful thing. It must be, or it wouldn't be so damn hard, because it's hard, especially in the emotional like thrust of it, when everyone's pissed and nobody can calm down and you're trying to work through an issue and you realize you've, you're kind of at fault here or you've said something you shouldn't have or you've taken it too far or whatever, and to be able to slow everything down, bite your freaking pride and admit you did something dumb is not easy. And I, am not, I would never suggest that it is. But I think that is why, or at least, I don't know, it's kind of a barometer of sorts. It tells you when it's, the, the harder this crap is, the, the the better, how am I trying to say this? The harder it is, the better the results. Or moreover, the more positive impact you'll have if it's actually difficult to do. Does that make sense? It's like earning it. You're paying your dues. 
So be on their side. Both. Both sides. Whatever side is needed. Just be there. And start doing it while they're little. It's easier then, too. For you, for both of you. But also, you need to, it's something you can build on. And if these little creatures just freak you out and you don't understand their alien ways, uh, just remember it just boils down to simple. Do you care about them or not? If you do, it's not hard. Piece of cake. Hey, it's Scott's marriage, uh, uh, excuse me, parenting advice uh, column this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Probably annoyed some of you, especially younger ones. Uh, thanks, everyone. More more diaries coming. It's been ages since I did the last one. My apologies. See, I admitted it again when I did something wrong. Don't worry, I'll do more. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Let's do one next week, okay? <laughs>